Hey, what's up, guys? It's time for another episode of the Hawk and Smolden podcast here tonight. Ready to rock it out for the fifth week. Uh, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently here tonight. Smolden out of town here dealing with some issues, so we're going to have Cole Howard filling it in. Cole Howard, you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, appreciate you coming in and taking over uh, Smolden's spot here tonight. Uh, he's dealing with some issues, so he wouldn't be around. And, uh, hey, happy to have you up here and uh, in the podcast with us, breaking down these races this week. Are you ready to go? Yeah, man. Happy to be here. All right, here we go. We're going to start the week off with uh, Monday. That was on uh, February 28th, one of the last days of the month here. And uh, we went to Stafford Motor Speedway with the Asphalt Street Stocks. And uh, these boys put on a show here. We started out with uh, qualifying here. And uh, Chris Jones laid down the burner out there, a 21-3-2-2. Chris Jones in that one spot. Van Meter qualified two. Brandon Parks in that three spot. Uh, Any notables here on this list that you see uh, maybe should have qualified a little bit higher there, Cole? I see Corey down there in the sixth spot. I think he could have been up there. Um, Sellers, Sellers should have definitely been up there. He's always a fast guy. Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% there, Corey, and definitely Sellers uh, needed to find themselves up there a little bit higher and qualifying didn't really work out for them. As we went into the first heat of the night, and that's where Corey found a heat win there, and uh, Rafe back there in the two, and Sellers able to bring home the three spot in that heat. Uh, Van Meter back there in the five, a little surprising. Uh, yeah, with him starting on the pole and finishing fifth, uh, something must have happened. I, d- I don't remember this one right off the top of my head, but something must have happened where he uh, spun it out or, or something. Yeah, absolutely. So Van Meter back there in the five spot, and Corey winning that first heat there. As we go into heat number two, where Brandon Parks found the win, yourself came in second, Smolden back there in the three spot. Uh, and uh, Michael and Monroe rounding out the top five there. Um, I see that being exactly in the order I would see it going in. What about you? Yeah, Anthony two laps down, something must have happened there, obviously. But uh, I think me and Brandon were running real close together, and uh, Justin Justin was right there too. So, yeah, this looks about right. Awesome work out there. And then we head over to the feature, and it was won by Billy Van Meter. Billy able to bring home the win, Corey in the two, and – yourself bringing home the three spot uh there tonight and your top five was sellers and jones uh any of these guys down here in the last uh six or seven spots surprise you where they finished uh brandon brandon obviously he's a lap down so something happened there um he should have been up there and uh yeah it, it looks good to me Corey uh, william billy had us by a straight away and uh me and Corey were back there racing pretty tight yeah, absolutely. It was definitely good. And uh, like I said, some of the guys that I see here, Monroe uh, pulls out in my eyes here. Monroe, normally a front runner here uh, in the street stocks, finding himself finishing ninth. And I do agree with you on Brandon Parks back there in the 11, much better than that. Um, also, we look at these incident points here and we started a thing where, you know, you started reaching 14 or so and you were going to get booted. And uh, well, Rafe was able to find 18 here. And I think this is before we implemented it on Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, Rafe here with 18 incident points in a street stock race, that's a little much, eh? Yeah, I like that move on your part. Uh, 18 incident points is a little steep, and so is 12 from Sellers. Yeah, 12 putting down by Sellers out there, definitely a very high number from an elite driver uh, like himself. And then you see the cream of the crop always rises to the top there, and that's uh, Billy Van Meter who won the race, laid down the best time of the race, 21 334 uh, didn't lead all the laps, but he led the 10 that mattered the most and uh, finished with zero incident points. So a pretty much uh, a great day for Billy Van Meter and those boys at Stafford Motor Speedway. Congratulations to them and all the guys uh, at Chaos Motorsports. 
he started 10th too. So it's not like he started up front and just ran away with it. He was, he had to come through the field all the way and yeah. uh, hold zero instead of points. It's pretty impressive. Absolutely. It's definitely tough. And that was a good point to bring up. Yeah. Finished, started 10th coming up to win it uh, zero incident points. I mean, so it can be done. So uh, yeah, that wraps up Stafford motor speedway, asphalt street stocks. And then, we went and did the uh, two or three truck series and the two or three truck series at Texas Motor Speedway. And uh, we're going to start off with the qualifying out here. Qualifying went to Chris Jones. Chris Jones laid down a 30.243. So uh, blazing quick time there from him. Yourself uh, qualified P2. Brandon Parks back there in that P3 spot. Uh, any guys here that you see uh, in that last all the way back to 13 where they maybe could have qualified better? Uh Rafe, Rafe could have been up there. He's always fast, a little wild, but he's always fast. And uh, I don't think Jess Gordon even qualified there. So I think if he could have qualified, he could have been right there with us. Absolutely. And I agree. And once again, I see uh, a potential where Rafe definitely could have done better there. And I also see um, where Smolden himself in the sixth spot. Smolden very good in these trucks. So to see him qualify six, not up in the top echelon there in the five or higher, uh, Smolden and uh, Rafe, I definitely agree with you there. They could have done much better uh, in qualifying. As we head over now to where the race was won by yourself, Cole Howard able to bring home the win there. Started second, finishing first. Congratulations, Cole, on that win. And uh, Billy Van Meter in the two. Jones back there in the three. And I look at these guys and where they finished. And once again, we started to talk about Rafe and qualifying. Rafe finished 12th, uh, disconnected. I'm not sure exactly what happened with 22 laps down. Uh, tough break for him, right? Yes, yeah, very tough break. Um, yeah. So Rafe went back there, 22 laps down, and we look at some of these other guys notable out to me. Brandon Parks qualified third, finished ninth, two laps down for him. Derek Sellers, once again, not in that top five here tonight, so somewhere you don't want to see him be. I mean, he's a top five driver and to see him not crack that top five and bring it home in the sixth spot, qualified seven, so he did move up a spot. Uh, it's a tough break for him as we see the incident points here. And, hey, these guys really cleaned it up here as we had Rafe back here with eight. That was the most incident points we had. That's pretty damn good, Cole. That's good. That's very low for uh, how how spread out this race was and how tight this track is. Yeah, absolutely. These boys were super tight, and they did a great job out here. Tons of guys to mention with 0x, such as Brandon Parks, Andrew, Adam, uh, Smolden had 0, Van Meter, Chris Jones, a lot of guys with 0, and uh, yourself winning it ended up with 4 incident points, so not bad at all. Um, led a bunch of laps, led 18 laps, and uh, like I said, congratulations again on winning that Cole Howard, bringing it home at Texas for us. Good job. Thank you, thank you. All right, then we get into the Tuesday night program, which was March 1st. So uh, March is finally here, and we go to Williams Grove Speedway. Not a, not a fan track, you know, not a, not a great track for a lot of drivers uh, there. Uh, Cole, what do you think of that, uh, that track? Uh, I'm just not a fan of dirt. I mean, there's a couple tracks that I'm okay at, but uh, Williams Grove being as big as it is and how much throttle control you have to use is uh, definitely not one of my favorites. Absolutely. So we start tonight off here at Williams Grove in the 360s, and uh, we get right into qualifying with these guys. And your number one qualer, qualifier is Mr. Valentine himself out there in the 39, laying down a 17706, pretty much in his own planet. Chris Brown back there in the two. Jamie Kephart qualified in the three. Uh, big surprise here with seeing Nick Bradham out here 
Uh, normally running the asphalt night on Wednesday, but able to play with the guys in the dirt. Uh, he qualified four and Jones into five. Any surprises on your guys all the way back to 14? Um, I see uh, Big Nasty down there. He's he's always uh, one of the top qualifiers or top contenders. Um, the top seven looks uh, very, very good uh, through that top seven. That's a very packed field there. Absolutely. It definitely is. And one guy that I see that knows and can do better has been racing on dirt plenty of time. Is Jonathan Flowers. Jonathan Flowers out there uh, qualified 12th, didn't really get the time that he wanted to uh, get in there, but he's definitely a driver that can be up in that top five. Uh, and seeing him back in 12 is something we uh, we normally don't see as we get into the race here. And uh, Valentine, hey, qualified number one, and he turns out to be the winner of this race. And uh, it was a great race for him, man. He led 15 laps. Uh, he led all the laps that really mattered, as you've seen Chris Jones back there in the two, Jamie Kephart in the three. Coy and the four and yourself rounding out the top five, uh, able to squeeze out in front of Nick there. Um, but yeah, I mean, great race overall for all these guys. And, uh, the biggest surprise to me that I see here once again is Derek Sellers back here in that 12 spot. Now I know he's not known for his dirt racing, but he does show up and run and he shows up a lot and runs a lot of dirt. So to see him finishing 12th with 11 laps down with a disconnect is a little, little rough to see there. I agree completely with you, along with Big Nasty back there, eight laps down. Yeah, Big Nasty, eight laps down. So those guys right there definitely got to pick up the pace because you see him qualified sixth, finished 12th. It's just a rough night. Uh, another notable here is uh, the P2 starter, Chris Brown, uh, started second and uh, finished eighth there. So tough break for them, but uh, congratulations again to Valentine winning it at Williams Grove in the 360s as we – now go over to the dirt big block modifies. I do love this class here, and they're also at Williams Grove. All the dirt was at Williams Grove this week, and we start off with heat number one, where Chris Jones dominated it, uh, led all six laps, never was touched once, uh, winning it there. Jamie Kephart in the two. Gordon rounds out your top three in that first heat there. Uh, any surprises? Or everything look where it should be. Uh, look, looks about right, except for Big Nasty once again back there in the sixth spot. Big Nasty back in the sixth spot. Don't disagree with you there. He can do much better as we see heat number two roll off. And Derek Sellers out there led three laps, uh, was able to lead the three laps. Once again, that mattered. Cole Howard back there uh, in that two spot. Uh, Fat Cat David showing up every once in a while. He was able to bring it home into three. Coy in the four. And Flowers back there in the five spot. Um, any surprises? Uh, Coy, Coy should have probably been up there a little more running the fastest lap in that heat race not only the fastest lap so let's put it in perspective here your winner Derek Sellers ran a 20.627 Coy who finished fourth in this heat ran a 20.538 so a dramatic swing in the time there but I do agree with you good point out there um, from Coy there but yeah awesome racing as always and congratulations to Derek Sellers for taking that heat number two as we got into the feature and things got dicey and dude, I tell you what, I enjoyed the big blocks race last week that we had and I was hoping for the similar and we did get a little bit racy out here, but white Walker able to bring it home here again, white Walker qualified P one. He did not have to mess around with the heat races or the concies or any of that was able to jump right into his car, start off in P one and white Walker winning it here. Jones in the two, Jess Gordon in the three, Four is going to be Coy, and uh, five is going to find yourself Cole Howard there uh, in the top five, and that's uh, pretty darn good for me. Uh, looking at the rest of these guys here, any surprises all the way back to 13? Uh, Jamie Kephart, uh, 
he's always very fast on the dirt, no matter what car he put him in. And uh, it looks like he got disqualified. Maybe oh, twelve in, uh Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong name there. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, yeah. Jamie Kephart started the race in fourth. He got into an earlier accident there where he got flipped up on the side. I do remember that it was. I believe it was him and Chris Jones got tangled up a little bit. And uh, ended up getting flipped over as we stayed green flag, and he had to call for a tow, and it put him five laps down. But yeah, very, very unfortunate for Jamie. It's a, definitely a front-running car that you normally see up there racing um, for a top three, definitely a podium. So uh, tough break for him. And also, uh, we did have our first disqualification. I will call him out as I see him. We do, we did start doing the 12 incident points here, and it looks like Jonathan Flowers fell to the first victim of the uh, the new rule with the 12 incident points. How do you feel about that rule there, Cole? I, I like that rule. It keeps the drivers honest and uh, not trying, not going out there and making contact on purpose because, you know, if they get to 12, they're, they're gone. Yeah, and, then, and 12's a solid number. I do agree. I mean, you got – that gives you three 4Xs. That gives you a couple 2Xs if you need to and throw in a 4X. I mean – so it's definitely a comfortable number with uh, for the league, and I think our drivers are uh, very well accepted of it as we see uh, Wyatt Walker, like I said, winning it here. Um, and then we looked at those incident points. Like I said, 12 of them were maxed out by Flowers. He got DQ'd. And uh, the only man on the track that was able to get zero was Wyatt Walker, won the race, qualified first, laid down the fastest time at a 20.771 in the race, led 29 laps, zero incident points. That's a bad man right there. That is a one bad man. So congratulations to him again, winning the big blocks at Williams Grove. That was awesome. Now we head over to the dirt late models. We do run them pro late models over here on the dirt, and they're an awesome time. And we got out there and did some qualifying where Jamie Kephart found himself on top with a 20.041. Jamie Kephart, very quick. Big Nasty back there in the two. Coy in the three. Four was Jones and Wyatt Walker qualified five there. Any surprises in the qualifying order? Uh, Derek Sellers, he's uh, qualified ninth, and uh, he's he's one of them guys that, you know, should should always be top fifth and top five. Absolutely. I agree with you 100% on that. And then I take a look here, and I look at Jonathan Flowers, and I say it again. The guy runs a lot of dirt night in and night out. To see him struggling this week, I don't know if it was just a track. I, I'm not sure what it was, but seeing him through these first two races, just not what John normally is running. So to see Flowers back there qualifying in the 10th spot, uh, big surprise for me. So hopefully he'll get his stuff turned around here for next week as we get into the race here. And that race was won by Jamie Kephart, Coy in the two, and Big Nasty rounded out your top three there. Um, any surprises uh, in your feature results? Uh, I would have to say myself, I, I was a little bit disappointed uh, after qualifying on the pole last weekend and uh, not not being able to do it, do it again or be up there in that top five. Absolutely. I agree with you there. I mean, like I said, you qualified six, dropped back to the eight there. Um, overall, not too bad there. As we look at the incident points and things got cleaner, nobody wants to be that guy that has to put it on the trailer because of 12 incident points and the closest we got was Jonathan Flowers again with eight. So Flowers with eight incident points there. Uh, and then we look at some of the notables here that had all zeros. Jamie Kephart winning the race, led 29 laps, laid down the quick time, 20.118. Uh, so Jamie taking the top sweep up there as we had Coy with zero incident points, Big Nasty with zero, Chris Jones with zero, Wyatt Walker with zero, 
Derek Sellers was zero. So lots of guys, man. That was a very, very clean and exciting pro late model race. And uh, it was awesome to watch. And uh, hopefully it was good for you to run in there, Cole. Yeah. You, you didn't see a whole lot of movement through your top four. Uh, uh, Sellers came from ninth to finish fourth. So having zero and some points coming through the field is uh, always a plus. Absolutely. And then we continued into the night and we got later and later and it was getting closer and closer to Wednesday as we got finally to the dirt street stocks. The last race of the night is what we run them on, on Tuesday nights. And these guys didn't disappoint. They put on a show out here. We're qualifying once again, going to Jamie Kephart, man. He's the top of the t top tier when it comes to these dirt street stocks, laying down a burner 24, five, five, one, uh, Jones back there qualified two, big, nasty into three. Uh, any surprises here with your uh, qualifying? Um, okay. uh, he should, uh, or he he always wants to run up top there, and he's he's always one of them fast guys. Who was that? Wyatt Walker. Uh, Wyatt Walker, yeah, absolutely. Big surprise seeing him out there. Uh, yeah, normally normally up there front running, and uh, once again, I'm gonna go here. Uh, I'm gonna go with Flowers again here. Qualified eleventh. Uh, it seems like the qualifying all week for him was just a struggle. Uh, so not really sure what's going on with him or the program over there right now, but these guys got to get it together if they want to compete as we uh, go into the race here. Things didn't change up too much. Your number one qualifier won the race. That was Jamie Kephart. Now, the only thing that made it a little bit different, yes, Jamie led all 25 laps, had zero incident points, but take a look here down to the eighth-place finisher, Big Nasty was able to lay down the quickest lap that we've seen at Williams Grove in a dirt street stock, 24-5-9-5. I mean, the dude was on a rail late into this feature here, Cole. Yeah, he was, he's moving for sure. Um, unfortunately, starting in that three spot and ending in the eight spot. Uh, but, you know, this is Jamie's bread and butter, and uh, this is uh, – uh, out of words there. Out of words. <laughs> hey, I agree with you. As we see Jamie Kephart winning it, congrats to him. Jones back there in that two spot, and Jess Gordon rounds out your top three. Uh, like I said, my surprises that I see here is I see Flowers back there in the nine spot, does much better than that. And to see his, I mean, you got his team right here. So you got Koi in the seven, eight is Big Nasty, nine is Flowers. And I mean, like I said, I mean, I don't know what's going on with those guys over there in that camp right now, but it's definitely something uh, they got to figure it out because they run much better than that so seeing coy big nasty and john those three together for me is just something we don't normally see here cole yeah um i, I don't know what it was uh you seen big nasty there was you know almost three tenths faster than flowers there yeah absolutely and we break we look at those incident points again and the guys cleaned it up pretty good for these dirt street stocks uh the most we had was six and they were set by gordon sellers and Coy, uh, those boys able to set it off with six. And then, like I said, uh, your only guy with zero was Jamie Kephart up there. So congratulations again to Jamie Kephart winning Dirt Street Stock, zero incident points, and leading 25 laps. Uh, big win for the boys at Choice, Inc. And not to mention Chris Jones finishing two. So uh, good night for those uh, those boys out there as we go into the Bull Metal SK Series. And those were racing at Hickory. We do those on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And uh, another great turnout here as these guys went into heat number one. And Cole was able to lay down quick time out there, laying down the burner, winning heat number one. Rick Kelly in the two, Jordan in the three, and Lloyd Moore in the four there. Uh, Cole, I mean, I got to talk to you about it. I mean, you won you won the heat. You laid down the quick time. Uh, How did you feel about Hickory out there? 
I, I always love those real small tracks for some reason. Real small tracks and the big cars for some reason. That's that's kind of what I run in real life, and uh, I'm always good at them here. Absolutely awesome work as we go into heat number two, and that's where Adam Herr was able to get that heat race win there. Uh, Van Meter back there in the two, and James Weathers in the three. And that heat race win was stripped away from him as he went into the backside of Van Meter there into the corner of that heat race. And Adam Herr unfortunately had to start in the rear of the field, uh, receiving an EO whale. So that heat race eventually got won by Billy Van Meter. So unfortunate break. You got to be a little more patient in these uh, in these heat races, Cole. And like I said earlier, these big tracks and these little or big cars and these little tracks, uh, you got to use a lot of brakes there. And I think Adam was uh, just lacking there a little bit. Absolutely, he was. Now we go into the feature, and the feature was awesome to watch, man. Great racing at Hickory as always, and Chris Jones able to find that win there. So big win on the asphalt for Chris Jones. He's been looking for it and looking for it, and he finally got it uh, for the guys over at Choice Inc. Esports. Chris Jones able to pick up that win here at Hickory. Billy Van Meter in the two, and you found yourself once again in the top three here, Cole. Great work as uh, Rick Kelly and Adam Herr round out your top five. Uh, don't see any surprises here with eight drivers out there. We had a couple disconnects, but uh, nothing nothing out of the ordinary, eh? No, not see anything uh, that should be changed around here. Awesome work right there. But, yeah, like I said, we look at the incident points here, and we have a big one right here. We got Lloyd Moore, and Lloyd is a very, very good driver to see him with 12 incident points. And I know not everybody gets incident points just from themselves or what happens. But, you know, 12 of them is a lot for SKs at Hickory. What do you feel about that? Yeah, 12 incident points is a lot. You see us top four, we're all racing tight, and uh, us top four all have zero incident points on this uh, small track. Absolutely, yeah. You, Jones, Van Meter, and Rick Kelly all with zero incident points. But I will break something here with Lloyd Moore. Lloyd Moore laid down the quickest time at Hickory in the SK at 13.670. So, Yes, he didn't finish the race, and he had 12 incident points, but hey, if maybe if he could have kept it together, he might have been a threat with that quick time that he laid down there. So congratulations again to Jones, Van Meter, and yourself uh, in that top three at Hickory and the SKs. Then we load them up, and we drive the big boys, okay? We go from the go-karts to the big boy karts here, and that's the Choice Sync uh, modified tour here, and these guys were at Watkins Glen, and I, I'm a fan of road courses, don't get me wrong, but when it comes to the Glen... There's just something special about it. What do you feel about racing a tour mod at Watkins Glen, Cole? Um, to be honest with you, I don't like racing road courses on road courses or road course cars on road course cars. So sticking an oval car or supposed oval car onto a road course, uh, that was not my thing. Absolutely. And look who took that top spot in qualifying. No surprise there. Chris Jones, known to be a road racer. He's got a lot of road racing under his belt. Uh, took quick time there and ran a one minute, 13 second lap. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Cole. When you're looking at times where one lap takes you a minute, that's just, that's, that's not oval racing, right? No, no. <laughs> okay. Good to see there. And Valentine back there in the two and Van Meter able to qualify himself in the top three. Uh, I would say any surprises, but the road racer guys out here and, uh, I'm not really seeing anything cool. I mean, these guys kind of just showed up, and they didn't really know what to get into. I mean, it's a tour mod at Watkins Glen, for God's sakes. No, up there at the top, you see the guys that are good at road courses and then the guys that are good at the tour modifieds. Absolutely. So, yeah, the running order was definitely awesome to see here. 
and uh, we'll get right into that feature again. Chris Jones going quick time at the Glen and the Tour Mod. And then we get into the race, and things got really interesting in this race. And it was really cool to watch these guys up front. And the race was won by Mr. Valentine himself, uh, where he qualified second but able to win the race. He laid down the best time of the race where he was able to find a blistering 1.12.845. I mean, I don't think anybody else all weekend or all that on Tuesday or Wednesday night, excuse me, was able to get down into the 12. So big run for him. Uh, he only got seven incident points, which is very good uh, for being a road course. I mean, it doesn't take much to get a 2X or a 4X on a road course. Uh, so big shout out to Valentine. Great win there at the Glen in the Tour Mod. Jess Gordon bringing it home in the two spot. Brandon Parks in the three. And uh, Jones and Nick round out your top five here. And uh, we'll take a look here. And I go down the list here and I look at some of these guys that kind of point out to me. And I see, I see Billy Van Meter qualified third, finished 12th. I was told with two laps left, he had internet connections or VR issues. Not sure, but that's a tough break for the uh, Chaos Camp. Very much is, and to uh, all these VR problems he's been having, uh, I think myself I would just go back to monitors. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. He's definitely been having some issues with those, and uh, like I said, I go up the list here, and uh, yeah, it was definitely just a, it was a tough night overall for a lot of these guys that run oval. And you see him just near the back here uh, in this running order. But, yeah, big shout-out to all these guys. And uh, the most incident points that we had in this one was 12 by Rick Kelly. So not bad. Like I said, 12 incident points at the Glen running uh, 20 laps there. That's pretty darn good. And then your guy with the least amount was Jess Gordon. He only had three. So I don't know how you managed to only get three. What, what, what do you get a 1X for, Cole? Do you know? Of course, of course. I got one on the first lap. Oh, okay, so they give you a one. Okay, okay, cool. Because I was wondering. I was like, I've never hit somebody and got a 3X, so uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic work there. And uh, congratulations again to those top three drivers, Valentine winning, Gordon, and Brandon Parks at the Glen in the Tour Mod. And uh, we're going to head on over to the Chaos Pro Late Models. It's the Monte Carlo SS bodies, if you're not familiar with them. We took them over to Bristol. We ran a big race over there. We ran 75 laps, and Cole was asked me early in the race, he's like, 75 laps, is that a lot, Cole? Um, you know, after running it, it didn't seem like a whole lot, but looking at it, 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 it does seem like a lot when you just look at it. Yeah, it definitely does. You say 75 laps, but it's like, hey, remember, we only run 15-second laps here, so it goes ticking right off, as we've seen it here with heat number one, going to Derek Sellers, he won heat number one, Cole Howard back there in the two, Jess Gordon in the three, uh, Jay Bones back there in the four spot, and Adam Herr uh, rounding out your top five there. Any surprises uh, with the heat races there? Uh, I, I don't see any surprises to my eye. Um, There's a very packed heat for these these cars. Absolutely it was, and uh, like I said, these guys did a great job out there. Uh, notable time here I see from yourself. You're laying down the quick time in the heat race, a 15-3-7-3. You like these big cars, little tracks, right? I mean, that fits your Rome. Yep. It's my bread and butter. All right, and then we go to heat number two, and it's a packed one here. Brandon Parks winning it, heat number two. Uh, Chris Jones finishing second. Rick Kelly in the three spot. And Jordan back there in the four. I believe, to me, that looks like the perfect running order, if I had to say it. No surprise to me. All right. Great work from all those guys in those heat races. And then we get into the feature, and, boy, it was the awesome 75 laps. I really enjoyed broadcasting this race, and it was very, very awesome. So, Started off really with an earlier accident here, uh, but overall, Derek Sellers able to win it here. Cole, yourself, finishing second. Rick Kelly, 
back there in the three spot for Jess. Five is Chris Jones. Uh, any surprises that you see here uh, from these boys that uh, are near the back here? I'd say Brandon. Uh, I think he is involved in that first incident, which parked him for the night. And then uh, Van Meter back in the seven. I, I believe once again he did have uh, VR issues. Yeah, correct. He did. Yes, uh, Brandon Parks back there involved in that earlier accident uh, with Derek Sellers. Derek Sellers able to uh, got his car loose, got down into Brandon Parks. Unfortunate, it was the end of the night for Brandon Parks. Uh, Derek Sellers, like I said, did go to the tail, received an EOL, and drove right back through the field. He ended up winning it. So big shout out to Derek Sellers and the uh, the Chaos Boys over there to be able to go all the way to the back and know if you get involved in another accident or it's an EOL and it's, it's two of them and you're done, Cole. I mean, that's that's tough to do, to drive through a field at Bristol knowing that you can't touch anybody or do anything because you may be on the trailer. That's got to be tough, Cole. It's very tough uh, concept to handle. Um, I know when it happens to me, I'm always way more careful in my driving. Absolutely, and I do agree with you there with Billy uh, back there, qualified one, finished seventh, five laps down. VR issues, you hate to see him, but you also see he laid down the quickest time of the race while he was in there, 15.395. So uh, great job to all them guys over there. And we look at the incident points, and I tell you, these guys are tightening them up really good. The most incident points that we had in that race was eight, and that was by Chris Jones out there in the 54. And your 0x was Billy Van Meter. He didn't finish the race. He was five laps down, but he did receive zero. But it'll probably have to go over to yourself where you finish second, and you only had two incident points. And let me tell you, Cole, that's some damn good driving, man. If you're able to go through Bristol and only get two incident points for 75 laps, that is a great job, Cole. Yeah. Um, I know that me and Sellers were racing really, really hard there, and I think there was a couple times he came up and just tapped my door a little bit, uh, but he didn't he didn't spin me out or anything, and that was, that was nice, clean racing. Yeah, great work, as always. So big shout-out to Derek Sellers, able to come back and win it there. Uh, Cole, yourself there in the two, and Rick Kelly rounding out your top three there as we finished up the Wednesday night program. And then we get into what we just got done racing. Uh, Homestead Miami Speedway, great track, mile and a half. Clear skies out there, a little cool, 72 degrees out there. But uh, the action was definitely heating up on the track when we went qualifying. And Jamie Kephart laid down a burner, 32-4-3-3 for uh, Jamie Kephart. Brandon Parks qualified second, Derek Sellers qualified Third, uh, any surprises with these uh, qualifying orders here? I don't see any problems, but myself, once again. Yourself, yeah, right there, Cole Howard, back there in the eighth spot. Somewhere you don't normally see yourself qualifying. I mean, like I said, I mean, you're you're a much better driver than that. But like I said, you're you're like you said earlier, you're a big car, small track kind of guy. So when you get big car, big track, it's like, hey, maybe okay. I'll get lucky, right? Yeah. All right, good stuff right there. It's Jamie Kephart, like I said, number one qualifier, getting ready to get into that feature, and we get into the feature, and it was a great race out there. We did 50 laps. We went caution-free, which was very awesome to see, caution-free racing. I love it, and uh, these guys showed a lot of respect for each other, and I think this is the first time that it's ever happened in league history, and I'm going to get to it here soon, but... Okay, Brandon Parks winning it. Congratulations on that. Derek Sellers in the two, yourself in the top three. Uh, man, great run out there. All those guys did a great job. And now the part that I just kind of got a little ahead of myself there was <laughs> I look over at these incident points and look at that. I've never seen that in, in the history 
of our league, and we've been doing this now for over a year, everybody had 0x. Yeah, and I wanted to point that out before you did because that is uh, that is exciting. That that right there is incredible. There was 14 cars on the track, and nobody touched anybody or anything. That, to me right there, is great to see, and we're heading in the right direction. When you have 14 guys and not one person touched anything, like, I mean, I almost want to check and see if iRacing was even registering hits. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, it blows my mind. So, yeah, not to take away from Brandon Park's big win. He did a great job out there, led 13 laps, qualified second, won the race. Uh, like I said, zero incident points. Big shout out to him. So, congratulations uh, to him. Big win for Choice Inc. Esports and those guys to be able to get him. Uh, I believe it's probably definitely, uh, you know, first win in the Cup Series, I believe. Maybe it's second, but overall, great job for him. Derek Sellers back there in the two, and another Choice Inc. Esports driver. And Cole Howard rounded out your top three. <clears throat> and uh, Cole Howard, great work there. 32 6 1 0, laying down the burner on lap number five. Uh, man, dude, were you using your tires earlier? What was it? What was your strategy at, at Homestead? Why I got you here? Um, to start off, I was uh, just just following some guys around. I think I was following Rick Kelly and uh, Josh Divers there, and then uh, I, I've kind of found something in the lane I was running, and uh, obviously it was it was a good something. Yeah, absolutely, it was. And like I said, great work out there and laying down that quick time. And I'm going to go back here and look at some of these guys uh, that I felt like should have had a much better night. And and and, and the list goes on. And I'm going to start with the ten spot, Rick Kelly. Much better driver, does not need to be back at the 10. Chris Jones in the 11. Joshua Divers finishing 12. Those are three guys right there. And you could throw Adam Hur in there if you want. He's back there in the 13. Those are top five drivers week in and week out. Any given track, those are top five drivers. And to see them out of the top 10 is freaking crazy, Cole. It is insane. And uh, you see only one car uh, a couple laps down there and. uh I think that is due to him running out of gas. Yeah, yeah, that is it. Adam Hurd did run out of gas going down the pits, and you, uh, you guys will see that over on the uh, the video that will be up on YouTube also. Uh, yeah, Adam Hurd running out of gas. So, unfortunate, you know what I mean? Some guys want to push it to the limit, uh, but, you know, sometimes you got to make sure you got enough gas or you're going to be pushing it to the pits. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. tough break. Tough break for them. But, yeah, big win there for Brandon Parks. Congratulations again. Uh, Derek Sellers in the two and Cole Howard. Uh, rounded out your top three here as we are going to give you a little insight on what we got going on to uh, next week. Next week's schedule, uh, nothing out of the ordinary. We're going to start off with the street stocks. They're going to be at Langley. We'll just do a quick breakdown here. Uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway for the truck series. Lanier will be all the dirt next week. So the 360s, big blocks, pro late models, dirt street stocks. You guys will all be at Lanier. Um, SK Modified is going to Concord. The Tour Mods are going to Thompson. Uh, the Monte Carlo SSs are going to Lanier. And the Cup Cars are going to Dover. Uh, Cole, any favorite tracks on there for next week that you see? Or, or any surprise tracks or any concerned tracks? What do you got? Um, I'm uh, definitely ready for the Chaos Pro Late Models at Lanier. Awesome. So, yeah, I think that's going to be a great track. One track that I think is going to give everybody fits is going to be Thompson and them Tour Mods because everybody knows there's one line around Thompson. If you want to pass, you got to use that chrome horn. So uh, I think that's going to be the toughest track of the week. In my opinion, Cole's looking forward to Lanier. And now we're going to get into our favorite part of the show where we do the stud. 
and the dud. Unfortunately, Smolden's not here this week because Smolden would have picked the um, the stud. Or uh, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, the dud. The dud this week would have been picked by Smolden. He's not here, so we're gonna give that honor over to Cole Howard right after I pick your stud of the week. And your stud of the week for me is gonna be the guy that's up here right now in the podcast. I mean, Cole Howard. What a turnaround he had all week, man. Great job. Every race we looked at, you were either in the top three or top five. You definitely turned it on this week. And uh, whatever was happening to you in the past, last couple weeks, you figured it out. And uh, congratulations on Cole Howard being the stud this week. Uh, great work. And, uh, Cole, who do you got for the uh, the dud? Who are you taking? I'm looking at all my results here. I'm going to have to go with Adam Herr. Um, no matter what results I look at, he's always trending towards the back. So there you go. You have it. Cole Howard, the stud. Adam Hur, you're dud. And uh, like I said, man, I appreciate uh, Cole Howard stepping up here tonight, working with me in the booth here. Uh, it's been a pleasure, Cole. I hope you had a great time. And, uh, man, we will see you on the track on Monday night, Cole. Yes, sir. I hope to be back. Yeah, absolutely. You did a fantastic job. See you guys later, man. We'll be back. The Hawk and, Pol- uh, Hawk and Smolden podcast. Uh, Every week, like I said, Thursday night, we try to get them up there for you. So until next week, man, nobody wants to be the dud. Have a great night. Thank you, Cole. Yes, sir.